the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, live on this Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, uh, the 12th day of March, and the data has arrived. Uh, CPI, uh, it, it, you know what? It had a little bit of everything. The headline number, this, this really got people excited all the way down to 5%. Uh, that, that was like a whole point less uh, than the last reading. Uh, and and uh, that started the market. The Dow jumped up hundreds of points. Uh, it's given it all back as the core CPI. Now remember, this used to be, and I say used to be, this used to be the Fed's favorite number. Of course, what was it? Uh, six, eight, twelve weeks ago, they created a thing called the Super Core. <laughs> and for those of you that, that don't know what the core is, hey, let's take away food and energy. So if people didn't have to live, because let's face it, you talk, you know, people all the time talk about, right, hey, the, the they want to depopulate the, the Georgia Guidestones, right? We're going to, we're going to be left with, 500 million people. Well, you want to get down to 500 million people? I, you, you can do it real easy. Take away food and energy, and we'll, we'll be down to 500 million people, no problem. I mean, that, that would happen real quick, right? Uh, but again, one of the big drivers of inflation, of course, are food and energy. But, Jason, a huge increase in the core CPI. Uh, four-tenths of a percent increase. The core CPI was actually higher than it had been in previous months. And so now the market's like, oh, no, I don't know what to do. Right? Because they were all happy, uh, you know, in the first five minutes. Uh, gold doesn't really care. I mean, I, that's like gold was up like $20 uh, when the headline number came out. But right, now, right now, gold's up like five bucks. Right, 2010, uh, silver's up as well. Uh, the Dow, the S&P, the Nasdaq are lower. Uh, we had oil inventory reports. I'll, I'll tell you right, I don't know what's going on with gas. But here in Phoenix, we've been at like $4.50 for a month. And then let, yesterday after I left work, so it was still $4.50 when I drove into work. When I left work yesterday, Jason, uh, four seventy nine, and I'm just sitting there going, "Wait, what? What happened? What happened to like four sixty? Right, four sixty five, four seventy, right, four seventy? No, right, the, uh, a twenty cent increase uh, in, in a single day. And by the way, oil inventory reports were in. Uh, oil is up another dollar and change, almost eighty three dollars here. Uh, for the second week in a row, listen to this second. The Biden administration is taking oil out of the strategic oil reserve again. 
And today it was hilarious. Okay, yeah, I know we didn't make the, I know we're taking more oil, but we're going to fill it back up. But wait a minute, you're, you're taking oil out, but yet you say you're going to fill it up. It's never going to get filled up. Uh, but uh, again, uh, inventory levels, uh, super low without the oil reserve, right? Uh, Jason, again, we keep talking about, hey, we're, we're probably going to hit another leg up in this inflation data down the road here, and energy is probably going to lead the way. I'm expecting that quarter-point rate hike, and then I'm also expecting uh, the, the, the Fed to try to pause at that point. The one interesting point, later today, we are going to get the Fed minutes from the last meeting. There has been reports that as many as two Fed governors went against Jay Powell. So normally when they vote to raise rates or lower rates or keep them the same, they have nine people that get a vote. And almost every time it's nine to nothing, no matter what they do, which is uh, it's almost idiotic that you can get nine people to agree that many times. I mean, it, uh, it hardly is ever anything other than nine to nothing. Now they're saying this one, when the minutes come out, it may have been seven to two, and I know that doesn't seem like a lot. Jason, that's a big deal. Because that, that, that is something where, like I said, it, nine to nothing is the, like, oh my gosh, once, once maybe a year, it's eight to one. Very rarely do you ever see two Fed governors, uh, dissent, and I, what I'm being, at least what I'm reading, and of course, I don't know, this is just, speculation here is that two fed governors dissented because they didn't want another rate hike yeah well three weeks can be a long time joe so three weeks so we'll, we'll see if there's a if there's a more banks falling apart and things of that nature they'll i think they'll stop but i'm with you at this point if, if things are kind of the way they've been the last week or so last couple of weeks and even the last month or two uh barring the, the bank failures I, I think they, <clears throat> I think they raise it one more time, Joe. I think they raise it one more time. Yeah, yeah that's that, that's where I'm at. But I'll, I'll say this: Warren Buffett was out today. You know, it's never good when Warren and I agree on things. But he wanted everyone to know the banking problem. It's not over. But don't worry, he said. The government will back everybody if they have to. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592, uh, headline inflation. Uh, this is probably the biggest drop yet. Uh, headline inflation dropped a full point. So yesterday, Jason and I were saying, hey, you know, somewhere in that 5253 five, range, you know, maybe 54, uh, some, something in that range. It came in at five, uh, which was, uh, only month over month. Uh, was it was a one tenth rise uh, year over year now uh, at six percent. Uh, but of course, as Jason and I uh, were talking about the core number, the core number uh, was the big problem. Good inflations for goods also turned back up in March. So the, these are some numbers deeper in here. Uh, from a 1% year-over-year to 1.5% year-over-year, so a 50% increase. Uh, service sector inflation 
It's still high here. And, of course, what type of economy are we now? Right, We're a service sector economy, right, because we don't – we manufacture some stuff, but not very much. Uh, 7.1% on the service sector side of things. And then, of course, the core rose four-tenths of a percent month over month in the index went from 5.5 to 5.6, so an actual increase uh, in that core number. Uh, and then right on top of that, uh, online grocery sales. Of course, this is not in the core number. Online grocery sales. Prices are up 10.3% in March. Uh, this uh, The double-digit increase as inflation continues to hit, you know, people in the pocketbook and of course right that's kind of the new trend right jason oh yeah i get my groceries online i order it online uh up over 10 percent, and then the post office (laughs) can we privatize the post office you think that's possible i think that could be a good idea or either that or the pro the boat just get it over with everything's a dollar right raise the price to a dollar they need another Price increase. They're looking for a four point five point four percent increase in the price of a stamp. Uh, they, they already uh, went from sixty cents to sixty three cents in January, but they said, "Hey, guess what? That's not enough." Wait a minute. You're telling me you just got a price increase three months ago, and you're saying, "Oh, well, that wasn't enough," right? This is the this is why right there just for that reason we need to privatize this thing get this off of our books uh, what a waste uh, so get ready that stamp now uh, I, it, we're, we're pushing what sixty six or sixty seven cents uh, for a stamp I, I want to say that the, my earliest memories of stamps I think was a nickel I think that when I was a kid I think it was a nickel. Uh, and then I, I remember when it was a dime. I don't know why. Uh, my, my mom must have freaked out one day when it went to ten cents. But uh, yeah, Jason, uh, we just had a price increase three months ago, but we need another one uh, right now. So inflation again, still a problem. You know, we have Y refi that we talk about is is a, a good investment. Uh, makes me wonder if I had a million dollars if I just put it into stamps because that you just talked about a ten percent gain if you if you had a million dollars in stamps you just made 10 percent because of those forever stamps go up in value right so you can go out and sell these guys for uh, 66 cents you just made 10 percent over the last few months <laughs> oh you know what i guess i i don't know i never sold uh stamps before but, but that, that'd be uh, the hard part the hard part is selling them right there there's, there's, there's gonna be right? a problem there you know yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> I, that would be hilarious. I wonder what the post office would even do if you walked up, like you walk into your local post office. I'd like a million dollars in stamps. <laughs> it seems like a they'd very probably turn you away. They, they'd probably yeah. turn you away. Yeah, you guys are backed up by the United States government, so you're not going anywhere, no matter how much money you lose. So uh, I, I'd like to take some of those losses and put them in my pocket. <laughs> I want a piece of that. Well, uh, we, we've been talking a lot about commercial-backed real estate. Today, Wolf Richter said, hey, dummy, it's more than just office buildings. 
according to uh, the latest numbers, there's now two big messes in what we consider to be the uh, the, the securitized commercial-backed uh, loans that are out there. You have the office side, which we've been talking about really for the last couple of weeks. It seems like every three or four days some, uh, some office tower somewhere sells for a 30, 40, 50. In some cases, these bankrupt ones are selling at 80% discounts. Wolf Richter now says the multi-family is having a problem. And, and here in Arizona, that's all they built here. I mean, we, we've got more uh, apartments uh, being built and have been built in the last 10 years than I've ever seen. But uh, according to Richter, commercial-backed uh, investors hit the default on 62 multi-family buildings in San Francisco alone, but they're saying that there's a certain type that's the problem, Jason. It's not the new ones. It's the old ones. They're saying that the for Class B and Class C apartment complexes built before 1981 uh, are now essentially trading near worthless levels. Jason, and this again, just another one, another log on the fire to all of this debt stuff when interest rates were low, right? Everything, right? Money, money everywhere. Even the, the, the stuff that was old had value. And now that interest rates aren't low anymore, all of a sudden, Jason, they don't. Yeah, not, not to mention that the old buildings aren't ESG friendly, right? That the brave new world we're moving towards, the, or these older buildings don't have all of the uh, necessary uh, equipment to be uh, environmentally friendly. So those buildings should become less and less popular as as uh, as we move forward with all this nonsense, right? So add that add that small little factor too for for big time business uh, people that own these these apartment complexes. They they're not going to want to buy old ones that they're going to have to refit for all the new stuff that needs they need to put on, right? So, yeah, bad financially and bad for socially too, Joe. You know what? And I got bad news. A lot of you investor people have been put into these REITs. Uh, you, you better be careful here uh, as we continue uh, to watch all of this stuff. And, again, it, it's why we, we talk about why refi, right? Hey, this isn't uh, commercial-backed real estate. It isn't tied to Wall Street. Uh, this is all in with the uh, defaulted private student loan market. And, and the thing about what makes uh, Y Refi so special is because, oh, well, there's, these people are beyond help, right? The, the banks have written them off. Uh, their credit scores are horrendous. They usually have co-signers. Their scores are horrendous. But uh, not all of them, not all of them, but a lot of these people are working now. They have good jobs. You got to remember, they, they don't mess around in the private loan business. Uh, as soon as you graduate from college, the next month they want a payment. Well, for a lot of these kids, you know, think about during during uh, uh, COVID or whatnot. Hey, I graduated, but there's no job out there for me, right? On all of a sudden, uh, ninety days after you graduated, you're in default, right? And 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 you're being taken to collections. They they've, they've cherry picked this. 
They find the best of the best, and they do their research, they do their due diligence, and they know, man, if someone would just give these people a break and charge them a reasonable rate of return, they can make these payments easy. And here's the funny part. They have, these are people, they've defaulted. They actually pay off their loans faster with Y-Refi than the people that haven't defaulted. Right? So, I mean, it's it's crazy how good they are at this. You can get up to 10.25% rate of return. Uh, you got to have at least 50 grand, as we talked about. You can use an existing IRA. I'm just saying check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. 888-Y-REFI-24, as again, uh, according to Wolf Richter, listen, the banks own a lot of this stuff, but the investors are going to be the one that really take a big hit on especially the amount of this commercial real estate going to default. And and again, we talked about uh, yesterday in the commercial real estate market, uh, these defaulted towers, these old towers, they're selling at 82 to 88% off. That essentially means you just got wiped out. Uh, on the apartment side, 30, 35 to 55% loss. So, Jason, it's better, but not that, not that. When you lose 40, 50% of your money, that's not a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a, a really good answer for that problem uh, in the near future, Joe, because uh, I think businesses in general, when it comes to commercial uh, property, are, are just not in a position to be doing anything to be growing or doing better. They're just barely, if anything, they're barely holding on or they're going away. So how are you going to fill these? It, one thing you talk about, Joe, is, is the values, but you also talk about the vacancy rates going up. And I remember before COVID, we were covering the the vacancies in, uh, in uh, Manhattan. Right, and they were extreme, and then and then suddenly COVID blew through, and they they stopped talking about vacancies, and now uh, I think it was last week you started talking about those vacancy rates, how how big they've gotten. Well, it's because one, you got a commercial uh, real estate problem, their interest rates are up, right, and number two, you have inflation, which knocks a lot of businesses on their butts, right, and and uh, and and just generally. The free money to help uh, small businesses sort of float like they did during COVID, that, all that money's gone. People aren't getting big tax returns. I saw a business on the news yesterday, Joe, that uh, they had this huge tax return during COVID, and then it was a small tax return last year, and now they're paying, right? So all those things, Joe, I mean, it's gonna, it's, 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 you know, that's going to be a lot of problems with commercial real estate. That's, and that's going to bust up some of these banks that uh, are starting to go under too, Joe. So it's, it's, it's all yeah. going to be contagion. Like I said, uh, Warren Buffett today, it's not over. It's not over. There's just a, a, a pause. And, again, all of this cost by the central bank. Because if interest rates weren't zero, if they weren't doing quantitative easing and pumping all this trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars into this, the economy, these valuations would have never gotten this high. And that's the problem. Because now the interest rates aren't zero. They're not worth what they're printed on. And a lot of these buildings, unfortunately, uh, zero may be the right price, right? It's too old. It's too outdated. Think, think about all the building that's been done. Would you rather move into a brand new place or a building that's 50 years old? It's an easy, easy, easy answer out there. And, and you know, we talked about Blackstone. Man, what? 
It's incredible what these guys can get away with. So what, like the fifth straight month in a row, they deny people that want to get out. Right? We talked about it. They had 4.5, we don't even have the March number. February, $4.5 billion in requests for redemptions. They gave out 600 million. And then they told them, by the way, March, we're only going to give out half of that. And why do I get a feeling the redemptions are probably going to be north of 5 billion? But guess what they announced today? That they've raised $30 billion as they say they're getting ready to, to feast on a bunch of this defaulted commercial real estate. So we've got a new fund that we've set up and we've already raised. The, now, sorry you can't get your money out of the old fund. And why do I get the feeling? Wouldn't it be hilarious if Blackstone defaulted on a bunch of stuff and then turned around and used this other fund to buy the defaulted property? Why do I think that's going to happen? Very likely. Yeah. How about that? You can't have your money, but hey, we can raise money for other things. Pizza Radio News Hour. Don't you love it? We'll be back after the... Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. Uh, I was just talking about uh, one of our new sponsors, uh, MyPillow. Really excited uh, to have them on. Uh, My wife was thrilled because she loves their products, and she actually just ordered a bunch more. Make sure you put KHNC uh, in the promo code box. That's KHNC at MyPillow.com, and they're running all kinds. Uh, They got... uh, BOGO stuff, 40% off, 60% off, some sort 70% off. Check it out, KHNC in the promo code box. Uh, but, Jason, this is how ridiculous it is. So Janet Yellen is, is talking the other day. And I don't know what planet this woman is on. I told you, I've been warning about Jan- Janet Yellen when she was made vice chair. For Ben Bernanke. And I told everybody then, this is before the financial crisis. This is the most dangerous woman in America. Maybe the world. She is a extreme liberal. Extreme liberal. And of course, then you got Leo Branyard, which is now uh, the president's economic advisor, another extreme liberal. And then they got Austin Goolsby, who's now the Chicago head of the Fed, extreme liberal. And, and Janet Yellen the other day, here's what she said. I have not really seen any evidence at this stage suggesting a contraction in credit. Although it's a possibility, what are you talking about? Did you just had a huge bank run because of what? Credit. Uh, we, we had uh, the M2 money supply contract for the first time in decades. And you're sitting there going, oh, I haven't seen any signs. I mean, I guess it's possible, but, but Jason, I haven't seen it. I mean, I'm, I'm not anticipating any slowdown. I, I, I agree with that. I, I just, uh, I don't, you, you, you make a great case for the types of people that are making the, the financial decisions for this country. 
you know, really it's the financial decisions of the whole world because these central banks all across the world in these different countries, they all work together. I, I don't, you know, it's another discussion. But, yeah, yeah, you can't have people that are extreme liberals. And I'm not really one that likes or dislikes liberals or conservatives or any of that. I, I think uh, deep down everybody's a lot more similar than they want to uh, admit to. But you can't have uh, essentially socialists, uh, control monsters, uh, telling the country, hey, this is what we're going to do with your money. This is how we're going to do it with your money. And and, and we know better. You don't. Uh, sit down and shut up. That's that's what we've had. I mean, uh, the bailouts in 2008 should never have happened. Should never, never have happened. happened. Uh, orchestrated with the help of Janet Yellen. Uh, look at it. They've yep. changed the rules over and over and over and over again. Listen to even Warren Buffett. And, and listen, I don't have a problem with Warren Buffett. You know, they, oh, he's the greatest investor ever. I mean, it, what, uh, was he? I mean, he took other people's money and bought really good companies. I guess, well, I guess in that regard, he was great by, hey, I don't buy crappy companies, right? I don't buy speculative. I buy actual real companies and, and, and you know, famously, hey, if I don't understand it, I don't buy it. Right? That's why he never bought all that securitized debt and all this uh, synthetic derivative. So in, in that regard, sure. But if you heard him today, it was so disappointing. Hey, don't worry. Yeah, the bank problems aren't over. There, there's going to be more problems. But don't worry. The government will back it all if they have to. Really? That, that's your answer? Oh, well, the government will just bail out the bad behavior. Do they got another? Where's the $18 trillion going to come from to bail them all out, right? I mean, it's improbable. It's idiotic. Janet Yellen. By the way, there's a World Bank meeting going on right now, in case you want to know. But don't worry. They're not planning anything. They're just having a, a conversation, having having some tea and maybe maybe some crumpets and and, and talking about, oh, I don't know, uh, the new world order with the digital currency. But don't worry, because here's what else she had to say. I believe, see, and she probably gets away with it with that word, believe. I believe our banking system remains strong and resilient. It has solid capital and liquidity. Really? You couldn't even survive a bank with $100 billion of assets having a bank run. And you, but, again, she used the word believe, right? Well, I, I just believe it. Even though the data says it's not true, even though the Fed's balance sheet had to grow by $400 billion while they were allegedly quantitative tightening, she believes that it remains resilient, Jason. So don't worry, right? Because we've got plenty of, of capital and liquidity. Yeah, you got plenty of that right until you don't, right, Jason? Yeah, that's right. I mean, Warren Buffett is, uh, he's not a catastrophist. He, he just thinks he's a, he's a businessman, and he believes that uh, every downturn is an opportunity and that every upturn is is an opportunity. And he, and he's, he's, he thinks that, Really bad things aren't going to happen. He he just he's he's uh, got his head in the sand when it comes to really bad things happening. But uh, I wish somebody would ask him his opinion on nine eleven, right? I bet he doesn't talk about stuff like that, right? He doesn't he, he doesn't want to cover 
what really happens during COVID, right? He he just he just he, he doesn't think that these bad bad things will happen, and and which is a good it's a, it's a good uh, frame of mind for for making good business deals. But 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 Joe, just the 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 statement you said. Well, the government will just handle it. I guess is it, even though he's an old man, he should he should guy. be smart enough to know that governments rise and fall, things economic systems implode. For him not to think that that's possible shows uh, ignorance, Joe. Literally, uh, just uh, it's, uh, he just stamped. He gave a stamp of approval for the digital currency. That's how I take it. That's yep. it. Period. End of discussion. Right? There's going to be a crisis. The government's going to come in. Oh, yeah, digital currency, great. Yep, see? Everything's going to be fine now. Uh, it, it, it's very, very dangerous. Uh, and Janet Yellen, I mean, it's so ridiculous. The U.S. economy is obviously performing exceptionally well. And I'm not anticipating a downturn whatsoever. She may be the only one. Everybody else you talk to, everybody says the same thing, don't they? But eh, it's what I believe. I forget about any data, forget about facts. If I believe it, it must be true. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Yesterday, we were selling those five-ounce silver bars. We only had a hundred of them, and we, we pretty much sold them all, but... Uh, yesterday afternoon, the same supplier said, hey, I'll have 500 more of these in seven days. So uh, we're going to now, silver's up again today. So right now we've got 500 more five-ounce silver bars. You're gonna, you know, and, and listen, silver's been slow anyway. It's actually faster uh, than silver eagles right now uh, five ounce silver bars they're a hundred and sixty dollars uh, to give you an idea a case of silver eagles today 20 grand that's forty dollars an ounce that's eight dollars less uh, than than uh, a silver eagle if you bought it by the roll Rolls of silver eagles out eight hundred and five dollars, so forty dollars and twenty five cents an ounce. Uh, Jason, if you're you know affordability here in silver, uh, you you gotta be a little creative here. So these are five ounce silver bars. You, you know, usually, and Jason will tell you, you know, the one ounce, and then there's the ten ounce, and then the hundred ounce. Those are kind of the the prevalent ones. These five ounce ones, kind of cool uh, because, hey, you know, that that ten ounce bar, if you need to barter, you better be buying something pretty big. You know, a five ounce bar, maybe you're going to the farmer and you're, you're saying, hey, Give me uh, half a dozen live chickens to, to lay eggs with, or give me give me a uh, uh, half a dozen uh, chickens for me to eat, or something like that. So it's still uh, a, a pretty useful way, and and the price is just outstanding. One hundred and sixty dollars uh, for five ounce silver bars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two on the gold side. Uh, again, gold's higher here again today, $22,010 here today. And, again, I think we're going to see all-time highs because I, I, I think we're going to get a rate hike, and then we're going to get pause talk. And the minutes, the minutes that come out this afternoon, I don't know anything, but there was uh, somebody very close to the Fed 
said there was two dissenters at the last meeting that wanted no rate hike. So, Jason, again, that will be considered dollar weakness. Uh, so uh, don't be surprised if we get another leg up here uh, before this is over. But $10 gold is still the way to go. Here's the problem. I just had a, a major order come in. Jason, we're going to be at this point now uh, where availability is going to become a bigger problem, and we're probably going to see the, that premium on the $10 uh, start matching the premiums on the $20. But right now, $10 gold pieces, $1,235. Still, if you buy two of them, that's $65 less than the 20 but I'll do one better. If you buy 10 or more, $1,225 uh, on a $10 gold piece today, 800-951-0592. Keep, keep adding here. Gold and silver votes very well positioned. And today we got good news on that headline inflation. Obviously that core number, that's a little bothersome. But, but Jason, all signs are pointing to... Hey, we're about done with rate hikes. I know Goldman Sachs, for whatever they're worth, they just took the June rate hike off the table because of the, the CPI number today. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, the next few weeks how, how, how they roll out, Joe. Uh, we're heading into uh, the later spring months, and then we'll be hitting, hitting summer. The next three weeks will be interesting. Yeah, it's, three weeks seems like an eternity to make a decision on rate hikes. We'll we'll, we'll see. I, I I really think it can go. I don't think they'll lower. How's this? I don't even think with with uh, bad news. Uh, I don't think they'll lower. But uh, freezing or going a quarter point up, I think both those are on the table. I think most likely it'll be a, a rate hike. But we'll we'll see, Joe. I just uh, the, you know, the the inflation numbers today are very interesting, right? It's interesting to see. Uh, that CPI dropped down really hard. Uh, like I've, I've been expecting it to go down for a, a while. Now it's dropping down into that safer zone. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I think it'll. I believe CPI goes down again next time. But what what happens, right? What's going to happen, Joe? Yeah. What are they going to do with these rate yeah. hikes? What how, what how are they going to respond to to the information? And, and we'll see. We just got uh, notification to just just like that. Just it, it goes this fast now. Uh, Silver Eagle premiums are going to be up again. Uh, so today's price, that $20,000 price, uh, that will not be the price tomorrow. Uh, unless silver falls, which I don't think it's going to do, uh, we're going to see now silver now right at the COVID premium highs. Uh, and, and now I'm worried, are we going to go even uh, above those premiums, Jason? Uh, it, it is absolutely crazy uh, we don't even know the whole set. They can't even update us fast enough as to what's going on with these prices. Yeah, I I, I felt fortunate to have a, a nice seller come in Friday and, and, and replenish some silver so I could start selling to the customers and then watch it just walk right out the door yesterday. I, <laughs> I have I, almost no silver. And it's, it's that fast. Jason's yelling at me, Joe, I've got nothing. And I'm like, dude, I don't have anything, right? I, that's it, It's coming. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping it up on the next segment. 800-951-0592. Uh, Silver Eagle prices are now up 
effective immediately. So uh, prices have changed. I've already updated the website. Uh, a case of Silver Eagles now twenty thousand two fifty. Uh, Silver Eagle rolls. Uh, they were at eight oh five, are now eight hundred and fifteen dollars. Uh, just uh, reading through the alert I just got sent. Normally they'll, they'll give me a warning and say, "Hey, come tomorrow. This is the price." Uh-uh. Uh, effective immediately. Uh, right now, Silver Eagles at least two weeks. Possibly longer here, Jason. Uh, hey, again, makes those five ounce silver bars an even better deal, right? I mean, think about it. I mean, you're you're you're, you're approaching eleven dollars less. <laughs> it's just crazy uh, that a silver eagle, a five ounce silver bars at one hundred and sixty dollars. Uh, the ten dollar liberties, and again, uh, this is. This is getting tight here as well now. Uh, $1,235, one through nine, ten or more, $1,225. Uh, the $20 gold piece is $2,515. So the tens are just the better buy. Uh, so, hey, you know what? Great. When you get fractional material for less, Jason, that's always a good opportunity. Yeah, get get the gold that's the cheapest that you can. I mean, uh, there's there's always collectible coins and things like that. That's fine. That's that's more of investment, really. Uh, but when you're trying to get gold as close to spot as possible, which is is forever becoming more of a wider gap spot versus the actual physical buy. But when you're trying to get gold for the cheapest value, you, you just the specials we put on the. Well, and, and let's be clear, you can buy gold. cheaper gold. It's just not private. Which is why yeah, we sure, don't sell. That. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Got no interest in it. Uh, yep. And, again, uh, there, there's a reason for those things. Uh, uh, 10th ounce American Gold Eagles now $290. And, uh, and even those, uh, it's just a long, long uh, wait, two to three weeks delay there as well. Uh, but, again, I think there's a lot of good momentum here. I'm looking for new all-time highs uh, in gold. Uh, after the May meeting, it could be before the May meeting. It just depends. Right now, we're going to watch every data point from here until that first week in March. Any signs of weakness uh, will be reflected in people's expectations that this is going to be the last rate hike of the cycle. And then we're going to put the we're going to be on the clock for the next thing because what what's, what comes after that? Well, then we start talking about what. This quantitative tightening end, right? The, uh, 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 the economy continues to slow. Are we going to get more and more calls for lower rate hikes? Are we going to see more and more banks uh, start facing and feeling that the financial strain of all those securitized uh, debt-laden products that they own at those low, low rates and, and being forced to sell them before maturity? Uh, and how much does that eat out? You know, they're talking about that the big banks, the big ones now, not the not the smaller ones, but the big ones in just the last year have had massive outflows from their banks and, and talking about hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars. And, I, and I'm guessing dude, some of that's going into gold. A lot of that's probably going into money markets, right? There's, people are trying to get the money out. They don't care what bank it is. 800-951-0592.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.